I miss her. You'll always have the memories. Mm, yeah, the the good and the bad. <laughs> yes, ma'am. You know, that's the burden of having a parent. They haven't a clue what they're doing. And every mistake they make chips away at us. As we get older, we gotta glue the pieces together. And we can blame them, but here's the thing. They're human. They make mistakes. When my daddy died, I, I went through it. I blame myself for all the black eyes, the lost time. Have you found forgiveness? Oh, it depends on the day. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. <laughs> I don't know, Prey. It just, you know, it don't feel right attending the funeral of a woman who rejected me. You're a mother now. You have to be an example. You have to teach these kids how to handle death. Pray tell, all my relatives will be there. I don't need the drama. You have us now. Your real family. And we'll be standing there right beside you. Oh, God, I wish that I would have gone to my father's funeral. Maybe the wounds would have healed quicker. Mm. Bitch! That was cute. <laughs> I feel like I need an Oscar. An mm. EGOT. Like John Legend. It's such a great show. <laughs> yes, yes. So, I feel the like... The category is... We could pull any scene from this show... Yes. And do it well. Like when Praytel was drunk, because that's the character I'm in right now. <laughs> the category is a mess. Okay? The category is... Ooh, almost dropped Doug Licker and Ginger Ale. Yes. The category is... The category Very is... Sunshine. The category <laughs> is insurance claim on the iPhone. Uh, because you almost dropped it. Oh, I thought you were going to say because the new ones are like half a check. Or, awesome. well, actually, half a check. Bitch, I'm not rich. A full check. <laughs> okay, you got some okay. Trump checks. Do you got them Trump checks? Well, I was out here running my mouth. <laughs> right, you was the puppet master on these checks. Puppet on these master, girl. On these jobs. <laughs> a fool is a fool. What's up, y'all? That was... Um, the scene from season one, episode five, Pose. Yes. We have yet to have our Pose episode. Like, mm-hmm. that's going to be a whole episode. It is. It's yeah. going to be a vibe. So, uh, yeah. Yes. Hi, guys. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of The Hunger Podcast, where you may not have gone to your daddy's funeral. It's kind of dark. Yeah. That's kind of dark. You may be a mother now. Okay. You may miss her, whoever she is. <laughs> but they're human. You may miss him. Shit. They're human. Okay. They make mistakes. Do you miss him? Miss who? No, your man. I miss my him. Man? I miss my man? How does go from? <laughs> wait, wait, this is this is a different scene. I'm not You have I'm remixed not. the scene. Yes. I love it. <laughs> But we will never, ever hang up on you. As always, guys, I have not changed. I am P. Ryan. You can find me on Instagram and the Twitter at I am P. R. Y. A. N. I'm Eric, and you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, at E. Dante Cole. They better find you on Instagram, Twitter. <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> Instagram. Find us both, y'all. On Instagram and Twitter at HungUpPod. That's H-U-N-G-U-P-P-O-D. And <laughs> Facebook.com slash HungUpPod. 
this is going to be a mess of a show. How are we going to do this on the third time we come back? Nah, we have. This is actually like we got to get it together. We are going to get it together. Get it together. Get it together. Thank you guys for emailing us. We get them. We read them. We kiki at them. Yeah. Um, continue to do that. And also, um, as you guys know, every week, P. Ryan and I have our hangups, our hungups. Feel free to email yours. Okay. We might read them. Email we might. yours. We might read them. Email yours. We might read them. Email yours. We are giving very much holiday heart right now. I got the bike holiday. We have to go. Okay, let's get it together. <laughs> One, two, three, breathe in. <laughs> well, I could, wait, I couldn't even exhale without laughing. So that means we're heading down the road. Okay, road. so you're waiting to exhale. I'm laughing while I'm exhaling. <laughs> okay, and then also, in addition to these emails, guys, oh thank you so much for your ratings. Keep them coming, we need them. Um, where can you rate us? On Apple Podcasts, Google Play. You can put those comments on SoundCloud. Um, yeah, anywhere that you can find a man <laughs> who, honestly, where you can find a man who will keep telling you that he wants to take you out, and then on the day that y'all supposed to go out, keep saying he has something to do. My nigga, make up your mind. Okay? Yeah. Not that that comes from my history book, but hey. Anywhere you can find a man that you'll meet on the app who'll send you good pictures and whisper sweet nothing to you. Okay. <laughs> Niggas really ain't shit. Here I go again. And I didn't even meet this one on the app. I met him in real life. Okay? So it's mm. like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, it don't matter. Right? App or no app, it's just you're going to run into them fuckboys. Okay, these outfits ain't going to be fresh forever. Th- these outfits yes <laughs> but I'm gonna keep long in this bitch <laughs> yes bitch we so, might have gotten through the heat cause it's cold as fuck outside well not Eric, really today was cold. kinda it was 80 degrees true the fuck true <laughs> but anyway but when I played I played tennis earlier tonight and um it was I guess this was like really cloudy and ugh you owe me an apology. Right. Okay? I have never cheated. Then, then, then don't talk to me. Don't talk to me. Okay. Mm. Here's to you. This episode was truly brought to you by um, very special VSOC. No, it's not. Isn't this it? It no. says VSOC on the front. It's oh, extra, extra smooth. This is why I'm about to die. Bitch, right. <laughs> I thought this was it. Look, y'all, he thought he was. He, no. I thought we were having a very special evening, like, hey, Michelle. You thought I had the $14.99 bottle. Bitch. I got the $16.99 bottle. So get your life. Well, listen. You gotta chill. Relax. I do have to relax. Take it easy. <laughs> so, in addition, okay, to the. um extra smooth ENJ that we have what well, else we, you got we having a competition between Canada Dry and Sweps <laughs> and we got chips so it's like a it's like the war between Canada and Germany okay <laughs> okay tweet us your favorite brand of ginger ale Canada Dry and Sweps let's get it to Ooh, excuse me let's get it together I feel like this is a shit show it totally is <laughs> but we gonna post it we gonna post it okay 
So speaking of the outreach, um, we have some listener feedback. Okay. You want me to go first? Or do you want to go first? No, you can go. So we have some people who um, emailed us on the email. And first is... Oh, shit. Oh, shit. That's not his... We're not supposed to put his real name Oh my goodness! You'll so we have a in the editing process. You can. It's fine. Yeah, we have ways to fix this. We have ways. <laughs> we have EJ who emailed us, faithful listener to the show. Hey faithful. EJ, what's up, EJ? So he said, "Wait, Welcome. did we just give his name again?" No, no, that's like his um, social media presence name. No, that's like his other name. <laughs> so um, he was just like, he missed us. Um, even though the chicken and Hennessy party didn't happen, he reflected on the past episode and was just like, yo, I think we all kind of go through this. Him and his friend went through, um, you know, wanting to actualize a dream, but, um, not being able to because life happens. Yeah, that right? nine to five. Yeah. That Comcast bill slapped that ass down as a reality. The rent is always due. So always. I get it. Every like, 30 days. Sometimes you can't really actualize your dream when like life happens. But he also gave an example of how his friend tries to make room for her craft and her dream. So she'll like, she likes to sing. So she'll go to like open mic nights and shit. Nice. So thank you so much, EJ, for <laughs> your um, listener feedback. Appreciate you. You are dope as fuck. Yeah. And, we and the Chicken and Hennessy party will happen. Can I just say, for it to happen though, we need our other a podcast go, a go people. <laughs> we do need a GoFundMe. Okay, first of all, because uh, Chicken ain't cheap. Okay. And then it's definitely not. <laughs> wait, we gotta find out how many people come in because that's a lot okay, of people. Who all gonna be there? But then also, we need our podcast people on deck. So if we're gonna have a chicken and Hennessy party, I would Ooh. love for the blog boys to be there. Oh yeah, come so, through. Um, Keith and Smith need to come. They up, have to come, come visit Maryland and Virginia. Yeah, right. So we can't. They be party. over here anyway. And Damn. the boys of the Hem podcast need through. to come through. Like I feel like that collaboration it would be a key. Bitch, it would be too much of a good time. Okay. <laughs> it will be a good time. It would be. I think it's bound to happen. In Who some knows? way, shape, or form. Contact us. Call us now for your free NSC party. <laughs> oh my gosh. Bitch, my knees are all cracking. I'm <laughs> you old. I'm so old. <laughs> 27 ain't easy, okay? What well, do you have any um, feedback for us? I do. I wanted to read. Um, we have two ratings, uh, recent ratings. One from LOL Apalooza. She says, "Not gonna lie, bitch, Lollapalooza." Who was that? Do you know who that is? You said LOL Apalooza. <laughs> but look how it's spelled. No. <laughs> look how it's spelled. Oh, okay. <laughs> Okay, give me back my give me back my things. <laughs> you will not do this to me. <laughs> not on my watch. You think Beyonce did say you play me, you play yourself. I played myself. I'm sorry. You get that back. <laughs> From LOL Palooza. Not gonna lie, I didn't know how I take to this show, especially as a cis head white woman. Okay for the white okay, women. Okay, hey. Hey. Pull up. But just wanted to say that you guys are doing great work. Thanks for providing such a valuable perspective and presenting your authentic selves. Well, well, damn. Okay. We definitely do that. I be trying. I mean, right now, it's just... (laughs) 
it's pretty authentic mm-hmm. messy selves an authentic mess I don't know how I'm gonna get up tomorrow I have one more oh you know what lol palooza was the you know how you can put the a title mm-hmm. in your comment oh, so she wasn't the you know what I'm not no. gonna play with you she wasn't the user the user was Brasshorn215 shout out to 215 that's Philly. Philly hey Philly what's up Philly Brasshorn215 um, gave us that last comment the next one came from mercy y'all just be there Momo likes Po Momo likes Po okay just wow five stars last one was a five star rating as well Momo likes Po just wow five star rating I never bought I never thought in <laughs> both typo is cool I never thought I'd find a show that would add such a nuance to the gay narratives highlighted by society great work guys yeah Thanks, Wait, should see P. Ryan said. I have been a little bit. I need to calm down. Okay. Thanks for the ratings. Keep them coming. Um, keep sending your feedback in. Um, we need more ratings. Yes. Um, we, we we need your support. We really like seriously. We we need your support. We, we need you listening. We need you listening. We need you rating. We need you sending those funds in. We're gonna get that GoFundMe set okay. up for that chicken Hennessy party. Yes. <clears throat> okay. Without the funds, there will be no chicken. <laughs> okay. KFC. Okay. No. B- it BYOB. Be cost too. BYOB. KFC. BYOB. Bring your own chicken. Okay. <laughs> BYOH <laughs> bring your own Hennessy damn uh, yes so let's just move on okay we, we not reimbursing for tolls or nothing gas we don't just, got that you know I'm a student just, just show up <laughs> do what you can cause we doing the best that we can okay bitch we have lasted pretty long um, so far are we checking in or should we just jump into the topic um, we can check in let's do a quick check in okay how are you? <laughs> I'm good. Um, it's good to see you, as good always. Good to see you, too. You are wrapped. Yes, I have my kimono on today. All I see is forehead and glasses and, <laughs> and a smile. That's all I need to give. So okay. and, that's, and that's all you're giving. Okay. And I accept. <laughs> you're giving me all that you got. <laughs> yes. Yes, I am. <laughs> let, me, let me stop playing. This week, cut my hair. The back was longer than the front, <laughs> so I had to get my shit together. Okay. Because nobody, y'all wasn't telling me. Why, like, why was no one telling me, Eric, <laughs> your back is longer than your front? You might want to, like... Maybe Eric, you got braids. have you thought about maybe trimming your hair? Eric, I love these um, twists, these locks that you have. Um, they look a little off, though. Maybe, do you, do you want me to take some scissors to the back? Something. I didn't notice. Nah, it's all good. Um, I'm not ready to cut it all off, but I'm also not wanting it to get super long, so I just trimmed the back. We good. Tennis was pretty much canceled for like most of the week because of the weather, but tonight, like I said earlier, actually got out. I had a great game. Shout out to Vu. Uh, we had a great game. My Asian persuasion, he was fine as fuck. Like I, to, to be honest with you, I was a little thrown off. I was because I was horny during the game. Hmm. Thank you. But I think it really kind of helped me get a little pumped up, 
a little more energetic, had yeah. that adrenaline flowing, yeah. pumping through, literally just pump, pump, pumping through my veins. And I think it made for a better game. You wanted to come. You used to come. Shout out to Jennifer Lewis. <laughs> Do you remember that on no. The Breakfast Club? Wow. If y'all remember it, listeners, give us a shout out. That's fine. <laughs> besides that I babysat all week (laughs) Um, I'm taking care of my friends two kids and listen they're a joy but it's a lot of work (laughs) early mornings and some late evenings but it's all good yes Marsha Ambrosius and um, I got into that new PS4 Spider-Man game which is dope love the hands-on combat and swinging around New York City fighting crime very dope game shout out to marvel and insomniac i believe they created and developed the game i hope i didn't butcher their name but shout out to them so yeah that's all what's up what you what you been up to well i just came back from atlanta atlanta (laughs) always know yes um so your bitch went to a sex conference it was mad cool shout out to the creators of sex down south um i had an amazing time i met my stud spin is that where i saw on your story where you were getting your ass beat like with these like whips yeah yeah so let's address that so address it (laughs) during the weekend i was in atlanta at this conference it was super amazing it wasn't just about sex but it was about like how to be an activist but also like an introvert at times that you're introverted um that workshop was done by my homegirl shadeen shout out to her also my good girls from afrosexology delisha and rafaela did a workshop on masturbation which was super cool but then also I had a really good time just like interacting with um, a lot of the people at the conference, one of which um, was this dope girl named Shanae. She was literally my husband for the weekend. We built like good trust and she really opened my world. Shanae Nay? No, Shanae. <laughs> she opened my world What's up, to like a lot of dope things. So like before going to this conference, I didn't realize how kinky I was, but like having the experience of being tied up by her being like spanked by her being like dominated she had you bound yeah it was she had me bound okay i was bound but and also she offered to peg me if i couldn't find dick and like i was tempted peg but we didn't we didn't go like stuff like stuffed when i think of pegged Uh, i think of like stuffed like penetrate my booty hole that's what she was offering but i didn't do it because you know yeah. Real love. <laughs> Come for, I'm looking Come for, for a real love. You hear me? <laughs> Someone to set my heart free and my pussy free. Yeah, okay. Well, so liberate. Yeah, but I had a good time. The little whipping situation you saw on my story was bomb. It felt so good. And it I, looked like it did. I enjoy because it was the rhythm that she had. Let me tell you, I felt the rhythm of the night. It was like pow, pow. Okay. Pow, 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 pow. And she wasn't moving her legs. Maybe we'll post that. It on was her. just her arms. <laughs> like she was just We'll post it on our gram story for those who missed out. Okay. That'll be our little post for the week. Okay, come on for a little post for the week. Okay. <laughs> but I had a great time. I enjoyed my time in Atlanta. Now I'm back buckling down, doing all the work. Yes, um and having stressful ass weeks, but it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's alright. Mm-hmm. It's alright. You ready to get into this thing? I'm waiting for you. 
You ready? So yeah, let's 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 jump into this conversation with our silly asses. Let's get serious. So actually, we want to provide a trigger warning for this conversation because it does. That's the trigger. Sorry, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Let's pause. Let's take a small break. So yeah, this conversation does deal with um, some topics and around suicide. So just wanted to provide this trigger warning before we get into this conversation. So here on the Hung Up Podcast, you know, we really we we talk a lot about faith, spirituality, and I hope that it has been and it continues to be in a way that communicates to everyone listening that it's important that you do what's right for you and what feels right when it comes to faith and spirituality. I think we've also highlighted in the past where, you know, faith, specifically in the context of religion, can be used in a vicious way that can either be upsetting to a lot of people, like what we just saw with the eulogy at Aretha Franklin's funeral, Mm. and or give the perception of if you don't follow a specific doctrine, you're not trying hard enough to live a good life and be a decent person. Wow. When... We know in reality that can be the farthest thing from the truth. And I'm sure there are other examples. I'm not trying, I'm not claiming to be the the know-all be-all on this topic. But I really feel like myself and many others can relate to that, especially having grown up and been raised in the church. Mm-hmm. For many of us who identify as LGBTQ+, religion and sexuality intersect and usually not in a good way. I think in some instances, it's not always religion itself that is the oppressor, but I think it's like people Mm, absolutely, who kind of use the religion to oppress other people. Yeah. So the other day, um, I want to say on like Tuesday, I I looked up one of my favorite podcasts that I listen to on a regular basis. It's called Terrible Thanks for Asking. And I checked out their most recent episode, episode 47, and it was titled Nathan. So that like stood out to me like right away. Yeah. I'm like, hmm, that looks interesting. But I checked out the, the, the episode and it made me, I was going to say a little emotional, but honestly, I was like straight up just crying at certain parts of this podcast interview. I recognized that so many of us have had some type of battle or challenge when it comes to depression. And I think it's really a miracle that we made it out because not everybody did. And some of us may know someone who may not have made it out. So with Nathan's story, and I want you guys to check it out. It's on Terrible Thanks for Asking, episode 47. I took one key point away from Nathan's story that being DL as we called it um, and we and we have an episode DL conversations what is it DL the DL conversation I think is the title of the episode it's not unique to black men really Mm. and we know this because we talked about it before on the show Nathan grew up Mormon and based on his faith he was always welcome to the church with open arms but only as long as he was not living his life 
as out and being gay and yeah. didn't have sex until marriage. I feel like a lot of men assume roles in the community and in their families to just fit in and be accepted, as toxic as it may be. I think we all can kind of relate to this idea of wanting to be a part of something, wanting to be appreciated, accepted, respected, acknowledged. I think it takes a lot of courage to walk in your truth, and I've even given you on this show props for walking in your truth, even when that truth is rejected. But I think it's real messed up when that truth is rejected by the people you expect to love and support you, and that's what Nathan's story is all about. Mm. And, and I want to talk a little bit about his story. Sure. So... Nathan, they kind of start the interview off talking about like his first crush. Many of us experience some type of crush before we know what gay and straight is. Like, you really don't have a concept of that when you're five or seven or eight. You know what I mean? As early as four years old, Nathan said he knew that he liked boys, but he didn't know that you know, at the tender age of four, that the whole world had a case built up against him and that he would struggle through into adulthood. And I think that's like the really sad part. Yeah. But it's the reality for everybody. He had a crush on another boy in preschool. And I remember having that feeling and mm-hmm. going through that. It was actually this white kid. Oh. <laughs> I was about, I, I think I was about five or six. You like the colonizer. It was this white kid, <laughs> and we would play and do stuff together. But we all—it was just like stuff. weird, we kid stuff. Okay, because we were young, we were kids. But and, and that's my point. It's just like you don't know what sex is, you don't know what gay or straight is, but yeah. you you know you feel different. And I knew, like Nathan, at a young age, that oh. I like boys. Yes, yes. <laughs> Do you remember that feeling? Like, bitch, hell yeah. Do you remember when you I first knew. liked a boy? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and this is how I knew I was fast as shit. Okay. Because I was fast with your shit. I didn't like a boy. I liked a man. Okay. <laughs> was it a teacher? Listen, I was in first grade, okay? Miss Leslie's class. How old are you when you were in first grade? Like five, six, seven? Yeah, I believe so. I was wait at, five six seven. That's you know it's somewhere. Like, you know some people get left behind. It's some a people wide scared, You know we out here wherever you fall. <laughs> wherever you fall. So I was <laughs> in that age range. It was Miss Leslie's class at Triumph Christian Academy down there over in North Philly. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I remember I had this good friend Rodney right in that grade, and his dad came to class one day and brought his lunch and like hugged him and said goodbye and all I remember thinking was like oh my goodness that man is so fine like clearly it wasn't in those terms but it was just like oh my goodness he's so handsome feeling mm-hmm. of like I'm attracted to this listen okay very attracted <laughs> this man was I remember like the day was yesterday okay brown skin wavy ass hair you know pretty that pretty hair okay a nice little shaped beard and I just remember like being so pressed about this young man's daddy and thinking about him at night and just being like what would it be like to give a hug to that man <laughs> like yes See, so it's, yes but it's stuff like that that mm-hmm. you're thinking about shout out to Rodney's daddy cause like... he probably still fine <laughs> <laughs> probably if he took care of himself mm-hmm. black don't crack I always have to say that before. Because people just say, oh, black don't crack. Um, if you keep it up. Yes, it can. Okay, mine is cracking a little bit. What? No. 
I could use a cleanse. Don't do that. Okay. Don't do that. I could use a bleaching. We're gonna, bleach, we're gonna bleep that out. Not a skin bleaching, a teeth bleaching. <laughs> wait, I'm like, wait, bitch. And a skin <laughs> snatching. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> um it for me it yeah, it wasn't school. It was the white kid who I remember like he lived where my babysitter was like down the street i feel like you mentioned mm-hmm. him before mm-hmm. and your daddy used to be like come on in the house well it was my babysitter's house okay so he and i like this kid i i can't remember his name we would do shit like i remember we would go to the creek all the time and like try to catch fish with our hands yes. and like rocks and like we walked like we just did stuff together that's so cute and um i just remember being really attracted to him and really just always wanting to be around him like nathan like you we didn't know what gay or straight was we just knew that we had that attraction bitch i feel like i knew i had a little insight i wanted that man's daddy (laughs) but you didn't have a conception of oh i'm gay true true that's true you know what i mean or oh i'm a bottom or oh i'm verse like or oh i'm like these things had to you had to mature into these yes (laughs) okay okay yes (laughs) i promise to like keep this going so i call that the cover-up yeah so I'm sorry no I call that the first crush the first crush okay yes. All right. okay. and this is like you guys I'm kind of I kind of like summarized as I was going through and like listening to this interview so first crush let's move to the cover up okay so a lot of remarks from his family and his friends because he grew up in a Mormon community gave him a sense that how he was and who he was was unacceptable to not only the larger society but to the people that he only like the people he knew the best the people that he trusted the most the people that he depended on the most and this is Nathan and this is Nathan okay um his family so Nathan did what a lot of us do he got himself a beard Mm. he kind of imagined his beard he fantasized about her what she would look like what she would sound like what what she would walk like how she would dress all of that and he got this girl she was his beard and he quote unquote pushed away his feelings away like everybody wanted him to do his community loved him embraced him because he was living this quote unquote lifestyle that they wanted him to live but deep down inside he was unraveling Mm. He was made to feel like he wasn't trying hard enough when in reality, he was doing everything that he could possibly do. So he started doing crazy shit like watching straight porn. He forced himself to watch straight porn. He forced himself to not only get a beard, he started dating girls. He had like a schedule made up where he would kiss girls on certain days and make out with other girls on other days. Like he was really committed to trying to just fit in and be this normal guy he was messaging and writing girls he had pen pals he was going to parties he really just like desperately wanted to be straight Mm -hmm. so i wanted to ask you have you ever had that moment in your adolescence or when you were a kid did you ever have that thought or that feeling like yo i'm i I don't want to be gay or were you determined to like have a girlfriend and quote unquote make your friends and your family happy has 
Did you experience that? Sure. Can we break things down a little bit? So yeah. first, I watch Straight Porn now. So shout out to him for thinking that's like covering it up. But mm, that didn't cover shit. Well, he did it to like cleanse himself. Oh, to cleanse what himself. What he thought oh, was a cleansing. Oh. Like I'm gonna watch this. I'm gonna make this schedule oh, to watch porn. Because I want to be straight. Oh, shit. Okay. I want these feelings to go away. I got that. But shout out to watching straight porn. Because it's cute sometimes. It's you know, nice it'll do see, what it can do. You know, a fine chick, you know, get... I'm all... We'll get there. That's another conversation. But... Okay. As you... <laughs> the question that you asked was, did I ever try to, like, cover it up? I think so. There was a point I remember in high school... Um, well, as far as, like, getting a girlfriend, that was a big no for me. So, like, middle school, high school, girls will holla. Mm-hmm. Don't get it twisted, mm-hmm. right? But I'd be like, no, I don't want you. I want some dick. I want your boyfriend, okay? <laughs> but at the same time, I did have, you know, I'm a churchy gay, right? And so I remember distinctly in, um, I went to summer college at the University of Delaware when I was, like, in high school. So I spent the entire campus, uh, the entire summer on that campus and I met some like really cool friends at that time that I still have now shout out to Jasmine from New York and I remember like I led with oh I'm not gay because we were discussing like another guy in the group in the cohort who was gay and I was just like you know I couldn't be gay I, I had those feelings and I prayed them away and the Lord delivered me God bless you from 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 the gay beloved right oh Bless your tender Bitch, heart. How about they read my full shit? Okay, <laughs> they were just like they're like this nigga just said he prayed the gay away and he is out here as like, stop calling me sis. Okay, he is the sis. Okay, but then that just goes to show you that this thing is a fucking journey, right? There was truly a point where you could not tell me I was gay. I would have told you I'm delivered. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm set free. And I think that's like why we can laugh at him. What's his name? I can't remember his name. That does Delivered. All this stuff. Delivered. Yeah. Um, a part of that laughing at him, I think is really, we've all, we've all, all been, there. been there. Right. You know, seriously. And so, and I did the same thing. Yeah. But I, I feel like I was genuinely attracted. So I had a few girlfriends when I was in like middle school. Yeah. And probably like ninth and then like after that I was just gay as fuck yeah but I do remember feeling having kind of like both feelings like alright I am kind of attracted to her but I know I like boys mm-hmm. but this feeling of wanting to be quote unquote normal yeah was yeah. overbearing and I went for it so you know I, I did all that stuff but I think that just speaks to like the fluidity of sexuality right like I got big, t- big titties, but I love big titties on a woman, right? And, like, I, I say this to my homegirls. I say this to my guy friends. I would not mind being involved in a threesome with a guy and a girl. Bumping titties. Right. So, there's, like, a little attraction there. <laughs> it's not to say that I would never hook up with a woman, but I just know that, like, what I see as far as, like, romantic settling down, getting married, all that shit, I don't see a woman in my... I was about to say, wait a minute, situation. you sound like most niggas. Like, wait a minute, like, let's remind him. No, because I am a nigga, low-key. <laughs> but no, I don't see a woman in, like, my down-the-road, this is who I'm going to spend the rest of my life with. My preference and my attraction romantically and sexually primarily is with men. But as far as just, like, including a woman in the relationship for, like, a night of sex, I hope this doesn't sound like I'm objectifying, you know what I mean? But, like... Mm-hmm. 
is to say I'm open to experiencing a woman, but I don't see a woman as my long-term thing. Gotcha. Does that make sense? It does. You know somebody's going to come for me. They're going to write out fluid. a bit about this shit. Fluid. Okay, what is fluid? Hashtag fluid. Hashtag fluid. <laughs> Babbling Brooke. Okay. All right. That's, this is really cute. So we had first, what do we have? We had the first, the first crush. crush. And then we, we had the cover first, up. Our, why is it hard for me to say that? First crush. We talked about that. Um, then it's we had the cover up. Now let's move to It Gets Lonely. Every time we touch, who is that? I think it's Jewel. Jewel, I, I don't like know her. If it's Jewel for real. Who I'm will like, save your soul? You know, I need you to get to the third bullet. <laughs> when it comes to the madness now, uh, uh. uh, no, that album, Pieces of Me, it bangs. Wait, what's the third bullet? The third bullet bangs. It's it gets lonely. Oh my goodness! Oh, I get so lonely. Hallelujah! I can't let just anybody on me. Come on, no. All right. Um. So for this part, I just wanted to point out something that the host actually said, and I don't and I don't have her name. Terrible. Um, but the host of Terrible Thanks for Asking, she brings she bring, she brings up this idea of how life for people like Nathan can be very, very exhausting and lonely. Mm-hmm. You spend so much time not being your authentic self. That takes a lot of energy. It takes a lot of energy not to be yourself. Yeah. And I agree with that. Um, and after you spend a day of not being yourself, you have to go home you know, having played this role and worked this script out all day to no one who really gets you or appreciates you or wants to love you for who you are. Yeah. Nathan um, later mentions in the interview, you know, how devout he was to the church. But at the same time, while he was going through all the changes that he was going through, he was jealous about people who decided not to live their life the way that he was. Like he loved his religion. He he worked really hard to be a Mormon, but he also resented people who were quote unquote free mm-hmm. um, and able to you know really live their lives in the way that they wanted to do. So I wanted to ask you: um, Have you ever been surrounded by people? or a group or organization or any situation where you felt like really just misunderstood or lonely or underappreciated yeah well let's break this down a bitch is all three churchy (laughs) okay a bitch is greek okay a bitch is black Okay. Oh, great. So you're not accepted in any of the places that you... Well, not to say, well I don't want to put out that I'm narrative, kidding. right? Because not to say that I'm, I'm not, ex- not accepted, but definitely... There are challenges in when, all three of yeah. those areas. And That's also, I push boundaries, right? Like, So I really push the envelope um, in the way I present myself, in the way I behave, in the way I just am. 
which I see as a form of activism, which I see as a form of really being my authentic self. It's not really accepted by everyone. At the same time, I think even in all of these spaces, I can't say there's ever been a time where I felt alone. There have been times where I felt like attacked. There have been times where I felt bullied. There have been times where I felt like, okay, this is not fair. Like, why, why are people treating me this way but I can't say that I felt alone because at the end of the day I knew I was being who I'm supposed to be when I whenever I talk about like the reconciliation between queerness and whatever other identity you have for me the question has always been are you going to be what people expect you to be or are you going to be truthful to who you are right and Every time I've chosen from like a young age to now, I've chosen to be truthful. So I had to like realize with that will come people who fuck with you. With that will come people who don't fuck with you. So I've never really felt lonely because at the end of the day, I knew that amidst all, even if like 95% of the people don't really rock with who you are, there's going to be a 5% who really love you. And that is who you can make your family. That is who you can make your support system. That is who you can you know, lean on when times are tough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I know that's not everybody's narrative, right? Because even if you choose to think like that, it's still, it's hard as shit, right? Well, I think especially when you're a kid. Yeah. Which is why we have situations like Jamel Miles. Yeah. Oh. Right? Say your name. He really rested on my spirit today because of various things that happened. So that's why I'm bringing it up. Like, this is why we have situations like that. Regardless of the fact that we can say, all right, if 95% of people don't fuck with you, there's 5% that do. A lot of the times we don't re- we don't consider that 5% where we're in the throes of like feeling lonely. Right? Yeah. Wow. Have I ever felt... I mean, I... Yeah, sorry, have you? <laughs> I, well, I think that... Yeah, I definitely felt like an outcast. Mm-hmm. Um, because, like, one side of my family was very devout and religious. Yeah. And I did go through a phase of really wanting it. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I identify with that in Nathan... Like, really wanting to be that. Because I felt like, at that time, I felt like that was the right thing and the best thing. And I wanted to be that because those are the people that I love. And I want them to love me, so I want to be that. But then, I really wrestled with it um, at a young age. And it, it really only, ultimately, just pushed me away from the church. Can I ask you something? Can you be devout and religious and still be gay? Right? And the reason I ask that is because, like, you know, going in, thinking back on, like, what my prayers have been, what my prayers sometimes are, right? I I talk to God and I'm just like, okay, all these people say that who I am, my authentic self, is not correct, right? And so if I choose to be straight if I marry a woman have a kid do all of this okay on the facade on the face of things it's a-okay but am I not just lying to myself and lying to you so aren't I still going to hell because I'm a damn liar 
But a lot of people would rather, most people would rather, would rather you, you lo- live, live a lie, lie, right? Because they don't want that dark shadow cast over them. And this is why, for me, religion, spirituality, faith, it truly is a relationship, right? Because I can't go. 27 years much less 27 times 2 or 27 times 3 however much time I am on this earth I can't go that far living a lie at the same time I know that I can't go living without my personal faith and this is not a, a churchy podcast by any means I guess but like I, for me right I need those two I need to be authentic to myself I need to be authentic to my faith how do I make that a thing? And I think that's where my relationship comes in because I'm constantly working with my higher being to find that balance between the two, right? Yeah. Oh. I don't know. No, I, I, I fucks with it. I think it's easier to do that when you're more, more mature and when you're an adult. Yeah. I don't think you can do that when you're a kid Ooh. because you kind of depend on like the people yeah. around you to kind of like guide guide that part of it. Sure. But I think that once you become an adult, you definitely you know, despite what happened in your childhood, it's up to you yeah. to kind of create you know this relationship, and I and I said in the beginning, I think it's it's not always the religion. I think it's the people sure. that can impress upon you these negative ideas mm-hmm. that are really their own. It doesn't have anything to do with God. Yeah, um, and can I suggest that it may not even get easier when you get older? It, because right. you know we're in our t- late twenties, thirties, and I will say I spent the last year and a half not fucking with the church like that. I would show up late. When it's about to end, mm-hmm. I did not sing. Right. Yeah, I literally said "fuck y'all." Like, let's be transparent, right? It happens. You. Know I was it. not fucking with these people. That said, I'm in a point now where I am gradually getting back involved in church more, because at the end of the day, I realize it ain't about me. It's about what I want as far as my relationship with this higher being. Yeah. So it's a journey. It's a process. I was about process. to say, see, that process is subjective. Mm-hmm. It's very, it's going to be individual. Um, people get there at different points. Absolutely. Absolutely. So the last thing I wanted to talk about was the exorcism. So he went on, he did a few things. He is a Nathan. He did a few things. He went on a Mormon mission. He had a Mormon elder. And this Mormon elder was like a companion that lived with him. Did everything with him 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. They had a schedule. Very rigid. 30 minutes to get up, take a shower, eat breakfast, stuff like that to make sure that he wasn't masturbating. Like, really crazy shit. Had him develop a quote-unquote straight voice that was deeper, more masculine appealing. He went and seeked out conversion therapy, which I, which apparently is still legal in some states sure today. Is. It's crazy. Um, he he actually seeked out conversion therapy after he attempted to have sex with the guy, which I wanted to point out was a very traumatic experience for him because he had received all these negative affirmations about who he was throughout his life that he felt disgusting when he had sex but it was confirmation for him that he was definitely gay so he went even further 
he had shock therapy <laughs> done by a pastor or, or I don't know what you call Mormon priest or whatever. He had someone do shock therapy on him. So they like tied him down to a chair, put on gay porn. And every time he got an erection, they would shock him. Mercy. Um, they did waterboarding. Mercy. And he was told it would, quote unquote, suffocate out his gay. Mm. They forced him to have sex with women. Through all of this, through all the conversion therapy, they forced him all to have the sex prayers. with women, which mm-hmm. is essentially rape. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They Just like bought grown ass women in for this kid Mercy. to be touched and to fondle and to have sex. Through all of that, he all the prayers and all of it, forcing him, you know, forcing himself to really do a lot of shit that made him feel disgusting and uncomfortable. He was still gay. He was still gay. Mm. And the really sad part about this is that Nathan went through all of this alone and in silence because, remember, he was living his life as a straight man. Right. No one knew that he was going through all of this. Unfortunately, it drove him into a really dark place, and Nathan set a date to take his own life. It was going to be August 25th, the day after his 21st birthday. On that day, Nathan went to work like he usually does. He he worked in like a a nail like a nail press on call center where they where they sold like nail press ons. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a great day. He did his normal routine. He was his normal self. He went home after work and he took a bottle of meds and got in his bed and he just waited. To his surprise, he woke up in the emergency room and he was angry as fuck. And for the obvious reasons, but his attempted suicide is actually how his family found out that he was gay. And I really just kind of want to end there um, and, and give you all the opportunity to tune into Terrible Thanks for Asking nathan and listen to the rest of his story because there's more after he wakes up in the hospital and i don't want to give it all away but just in recognition and respect for because it's september and this is suicide awareness month um and we spoke jamel's name Mm -hmm. earlier um just in recognition recognition of all of that um and and anyone who anyone else who may you know be dealing with suicide or depression i just are you okay if i go into my final thought i'm fine yeah okay do you have any final thoughts okay so i just want to close the conversation out which i think was a great conversation it was a little heavy (laughs) no well no when y'all listen to the episode If you guys tune in, just make sure you have your box of tissues next to you. The episode is really heavy. I just really wanted to highlight that here. Even because, like, I think about something as minute as you last week reading all those people who come at you on social media, uh, specifically... Well, I don't know if you... Let me not get specific because I don't know if you specifically... I can't remember if you pointed out the people who did that. But um, you you brought up Jamel in that instance because it's just like people don't realize that their actions and the things that they do and the things that they say impact people. Yeah. 
And I really feel like what society does to little gay boys and little gay gay girls is just is we don't give them a chance to see what happens. They don't have a chance to even be a kid. Really? Yeah. yeah. Like their childhood is like stolen from them. What kills me is people are so adamant about making young folks feel like they're not worthy of life that they're not worthy to like live throughout their younger years experience who they are live out their true selves and then these young people then take their lives before they get the chance to see what's on the other side right if I could like growing up was not easy no not at all it wasn't easy Having these dusty ass bitches at church come for you week on, week off, not just because you were gay, but because you were fat as shit, right? Because they saw something in you that they absolutely hated and you could not pinpoint what it was to change it. It was not easy. There were so many times that, you know, giving up was truly an option for you. Yeah. Because when you ran to mommy and daddy, even though they tried to boost you up, they did not get it because they did not live it. Yeah? But sticking it through shows you that on the other side of all that bullshit, you'll one day face all these people and be like, you can't even touch the ground that I walk on. Right? And I feel like it just like leaves us so... When we're treated like that, it leaves us damaged in so many ways. And then we go into adulthood and we're trying to navigate these relationships and these friendships, not knowing how to really accept other people as they are because we were inherently taught not to accept ourselves. But Eric, what blows my heart even more is the fact that there are so many young people who don't even make it to adulthood. Come on. And that's what this conversation... That's what what I was trying to get to. Thank you. That's what this conversation is about. Right? Like, Because we can talk about us. We we can totally do that, right? And I'm down for that. We talk about ourselves a lot, right? We can do that. But at the end of the day, we are still here. We are 27 and 31. We're, We're right here. Right? There are people who are 9, 10, 11, 12 who don't get here. Because they've given up before they can even taste what it's like to stick it out. Look at fucking Kid Fury. Right? He mentioned this too. He's no stranger to the bully game. Mm. But now he's producing an HBO show with Lena Waithe. Right? right? But there are so many of us who don't get that chance. And that's what kills me. I just want to say I'm just I'm hung up on everybody who made it out. Sure. I'm hung, I'm hung up on everybody who is still dealing, who go to work every day and try to do the normal stuff, but inside they're just falling to pieces. I'm just, I'm, I'm hung up on all of us. Yeah. Everybody. It's a work, it's a constant work in progress. Let's take a break because P. Ryan needs to pee, and I think it's a good yeah. way to just put a break. Like, this is getting heavy. Thank you so much for this um, <laughs> conversation. I really appreci- appreciate you for even having the guts to have it. Um, yeah, we'll be right back after this break. If you'd like to make a call, please hang up and try again. If you need help, hang up and then dial your operator. What's up? We are back. 
Yes, we are. Whew. And we are ready for the hung <laughs> That was so lame. I well actually lame is an ableist term. That was so whack. Every week you could have like a little, you know. Hello. No, I liked how you sung Hung Pop. Every week you could just sing it differently. Like, surprises. But don't forget the bubbles in the background. Don't forget the bubbles in the background. Because I'm giving you the sound. Uh, uh. A real queen. Okay? So for Hung Pop, do you have anything? Um, just wanted to say both Cardi and Nikki are a hot ass mess. Okay. Um, first of all, I understand the term on site. Okay. But what about there's a time and place for everything? Okay. First of all, you can't be running up on nobody if you know you're not going to get no hits in. That's a waste of your time. Okay. Nikki, on the other hand, stop saying you don't talk about people's kids. What do you do? What is wrong with you? be telling them this let me tell you i'm not getting a check from nikki so i can say whatever i want she does she tweets kids all types of crazy shit you let me tell you something if you like what people are saying about somebody's mothering skills or you like what people are saying about somebody's kids bitch you're talking about their kid (laughs) okay on the other end belkalis i think she unliked it though didn't she but you liked it first so that's your original thought so it still matter okay Yep. Bel Calis, yep. let me tell you something. You heard it here on her First phone. of all, you can say all the come here you want, okay? Bitch, but if you here. know you're coming up against five bodyguards before you get to the boss, you need to just cancel the video game. She ain't okay? Fuck, though. She had no fucks. Right. Stuff. But she then walked out with a not like my girl. If you, I would have respected it more if you got some hits in, right? But you know what? Everybody joking about the knot. I respected the knot because the knot was she was trying to fight tried. so hard. She tried. She was trying to fight she so hard. Right there. She didn't. But here's my thing. She was it. trying to fight so hard, and they were probably trying to hold her back and keep mm-hmm. her from flailing and all this other stuff that she got. She got a self inflicted injury. Nah, that just goes to show that she was how committed she was to this. Mm-hmm. Y'all leave her not alone. But here's my thing too. I want them to stop both of them. You know why? And I ta- I guess I'm Kelly Rowland on this. She said she was Switzerland. Nikki petty as fuck. For, here's my thing. Somebody gonna die. Okay. Well, Nikki like gave like a what was this about a death threat? Like I don't know. I didn't. We see gonna get the- there. First of all, Cardi is a blood. Let's not forget, right? So she got shooters on deck, and I'm a little nervous about that because I don't want Nikki to die. I like Nikki. Actually. She got goons. They right? got goons. But then on the flip side, Nikki said, "Somebody gonna die." Okay, because my money long. Right? So she already put that out there. She's like, bitch, if you don't act right, you got shooters, I got shooters too. Listen, this is not New Jack right? City. Nikki. And she said in her rhymes, I got niggas off in Brooklyn that are off your top. Nikki, this is not Remember mafia. that from the Beat Me Up Scotty mixtape. We are not playing Mafia 3 on PlayStation, bitch. I just want them both to be well. This is real life. And trust me, that that yeah. that long weave, you ain't gonna have that in prison. But how about this? If you don't fuck with somebody, why don't you pretend that they dead already? You don't gotta kill them, right? Because as far as I'm concerned, if I don't fuck with you, I'm not looking at your Instagram. I'm not liking pictures about you. Somebody, your best I, friend asked me about you. I don't even know who you are. I believe okay? Cardi. That Nikki is a trouble 
maker, a shit starter, behind the scenes. She does a lot of shit that we don't see on the timelines. I believe that. that even though I would, I wouldn't. I, even though I haven't seen it, I haven't witnessed it for myself. I believe that because. I don't see Cardi as this artist who's coming out here trying to fuck with people. Right. But if we go down the list, Nikki, Nikki has had a lot of, of run-ins sure. with a lot of people being herself, which is a bully. So I'm not when, gonna argue that. All I'm gonna say though is I like them both. Okay, I they're re- both very talented. They make me laugh. You know, there are people who I've invested my coins and my for, time in. For all we know, they're doing this and they. Texting each other and they're laughing. They're probably like Nene and Kim, right? Yeah. They're probably like Nene and Kim. This is for for ratings, ratings and and views and listens and reviews and, and streams and all that other shit. Speaking of which, hung a pod on all um, and y'all keep falling videos. for all the all the foolery. Okay, because when they when you do clownery, the clown comes back or the clown starts shooting at you. Oh, I just pray their strength. Okay, and fuck you, Riley. Selling those damn like, shoes. Mind your business. Stop fighting on people's behalf. Okay. Would you? Would you fight Remy? Okay. And we just came down off of a really serious topic. I mean, so I I would be remiss if I didn't mention like, come on, like y'all y'all need to do better. Do better. Do they have to though? Because I don't believe that any celebrity is a representative of the community. I represent my own community. I think when you acknowledge your following, especially the way Nikki has, mm-hmm. you know what your influence is. You are very much aware of how powerful a tweet, a rap lyric, a video, anything that you say, you know how powerful that shit is. So I, I won't be fooled into thinking that, oh, they don't know. Or are they just a regular person like anybody else? No. Uh, no, I think no. she knows. You know what you're doing. You know what you're doing. Yeah, I think she just knows. Just like you know what you're doing when you go to like something, even though you didn't tweet it, you, you like some it. shit. Absolutely. It's going to start some shit. I think she knows. I just don't think she's responsible for the way the rest of us behave, right? Oh, like, absolutely Nikki not. will never absolutely take responsibility. I'll never say that. Yeah. yeah, so she's not like... That's some bullshit. Like, so that's why when like it was just like, oh, they're fighting in front of white people or this upper echelon crowd. Fuck, Fuck that them. shit. Okay? Fuck them. Who them? <laughs> We, I'm not even thinking about them. That's the first time they came up. Okay. Shit. Yes, what else you got for the hung pop? Because we got to move right on along. So, really, I just wanted to acknowledge, rest in peace to Mac Miller. Rest in peace to Bothan Shem John. And rest in peace to Shantae Tucker. Yes, yes. Who was a local... Um, member of the trans community here in Philadelphia who lost her life to senseless violence Absolutely. this past week. So I just wanted to have a... Can we just have a moment of silence for them? Yes. Thank amen. you. Amen. Y'all rest in peace. Yeah. Especially, you know, that Shantae thing really hit hard. I actually attended the vigil yesterday and it was she so... She was shot in her back and they found her on the highway. Yeah. Like... Yeah, right around Hunting Hunting Park, which is known for other late night activities. Right? It is, but that don't have nothing to do with her. No, it doesn't. But I'm saying that it's just so but crazy that like in that environment, like that's where she got brutally murdered. Yeah. Right? Like that's that's yeah. crazy to me. I, I don't know what. Yeah, I'm gonna leave that alone because now I'm thinking like, was this a 
yeah. Yeah, no, I don't I'm know nothing else about yep. it. Yep. I don't I mean, know nothing yeah. else about it. But I mean, definitely condolences to her. Yes. And also peace to her family to see like the hurt on her mother's face um last night was just heart wrenching. Right. Um This is a heavy ass episode. Wow. Yes. Sometimes life is heavy. Heavy, heavy. Hallelujah. You got so heavy on me. What what she said? She said, you used to walk so loud and free. I don't know. That's what she said. I don't think think that's what she said at all. That's not the lyric. If y'all know the lyric, tweet it to us. (laughs) Um, But yeah, let's move right on along to the hung up or hanging up. Um, You already said who you were hung up on. Oh, I wasn't finished. (laughs) Okay. Continue. Okay, do say what you need to say. I had another hung up. I'm I'm hung up on um, Serena Williams. I went to the finals. Serena who? <laughs> Serena Williams. Okay. I'm sorry, y'all. I just want to make sure we clear. It's the extra smooth XO. Very special. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! Okay, yes. No, but for real, to be serious, uh-huh. I'm hung up on Naomi Osaka, who won. Twenty years old, she beat um, Serena Williams in the finals. This was her first um, big win, and a lot of you. I mean, this moment went viral. The whole situation between Serena and the Empire, yeah. um, how they, you know, really. It was some bullshit. How they they charged her all those points. I think they gave. I can't remember how the points worked. Yeah. They took something away from her, and I believe they gave it to Osaka. I believe that's how it worked, um, due to uh, Serena telling the Empire that he was a thief. He called her, She called him a thief, so he penalized her. Um, but I really didn't want to shed light on that situation, because yeah. that has been sensational, sensationalized sensationalized you better use these words go ahead Which you said it sensationalized sensationalized C both. both A and B okay that's the multiple choice we gonna choose social media has really made this a thing so I didn't want to shed light on that I really wanted to say I was hung up on Naomi Osaka because if you look at her she's really the moment was taken away from her she was ashamed she was crying she kept lowering her visor this was supposed to be her moment girl you just beat Serena Williams number 17 used to be number one in the world only because she had a baby in the world like one of the greatest athletes and you're 20 years old and you just played against her someone that you've looked up to your whole life and it was taken away from her and I really felt bad and in that that moment when she won that game and she embraced her mother at the end of that game I was shook yeah like that moment when she embraced her mother and her and her mother cried I was just like wow like look it. powerful so I'm just I'm hung up on you Naomi keep and she was on um, Ellen earlier this week you're you're a beautiful beautiful girl she's I believe Trinidadian uh, and uh, the devil is a lie I fucked it she up she is Japanese and Haitian sister sister thank you okay Shout out to Jesse Wu. Okay? okay. She's Haitian. Shout out to her. Okay? She loves his Zozo. I'm hung up. <laughs> are you hung up or are you hanging up this week, too, Ryan? <laughs> Bitch, let me tell you. I am hung up, okay? And I've mentioned these girls before, but I really am hung up on my girls' Afrosexology, um, yes. Delicia and Rafaela. So for, let me tell you something. I'm about to brag on my friends real quick. Brag. 
Bet I'ma brag on my homegirl Shadit Francis, marriage and family therapist extraordinaire. Okay, who did the workshop on how to be an activist, but also also be introverted. I right? That, I thought that was the, the huh? masturbation one. Uh, uh-uh, no. What you doing with your hands? Oh, I was. Put your hands away. Okay, filthy. But Delisha and and (laughs) Raffaella did a um, workshop on masturbation, and I just don't want to hype up just their workshop. It was absolutely phenomenal. But I met these girls in 2013. Right, we have gone through such a journey of just like understanding self, understanding spirituality, understanding religion, under. unpacking religion understanding how we fit our sexual selves in our spiritual life um figuring out what we want to do with this fucking profession and going through the highs and lows of it like me and delicia specifically like we have our tuesday night talks where we just like unpack all of this bullshit that we go through and sometimes cry sometimes laugh sometimes be like bitch if I didn't talk to you, I would have gone crazy, right? And I'm just so proud of them to see nice. how they came together, created something. Raffaella not only has her private practice going on, um, she's you know in social work and she provides therapy. Not only does she do her private practice, but these two have come together. They have been featured in Huffington Post. They have been featured at The Root. They are embarking on some endeavors that I don't want to speak on because they have not exposed them publicly. Um, They've been acknowledged by people from like Hippie Potter, um, also known as Thaddeus, who's this amazing amazing artist on Instagram, (laughs) to Full Court Pumps, who is actually... um, Mandy B on uh, Horrible Decisions podcast and I'm like dropping all these names because like literally the scope of my homegirl's dopeness it's like it's it's unfathomable it's like literally like words cannot express how dope these two girls are and to watch like how people flock to them it was just like bitch I saw you on Instagram live and I stand for you or my mentor told me that I have to meet you because you will put me on the career path that I need to be on or just like you know the articles that I read about you in this art in this magazine or that magazine just made me fall that much more in love with you I was just like your tribe is truly your vibe and I'm just so grateful and sometimes like I literally cry over the fact that like divine intervention has made it possible for me to meet these people and to build connections with these people and to actually say that these girls are my family I'm so fucking hung up on them you mentioned we saw each other earlier this week and I have to just say you mentioned that I seemed happy and over text message I challenged that and I was just like I'm not happy I'm filled with joy. I can say the people I call family in my life give me that joy, right? They have pushed me to a place where I have to not only learn things about others, but I had to learn things about myself. And I'm just so grateful. I hope all of this makes sense. I'm just so fucking grateful. And I'm so proud of every person that I really consider like close to me. Mm-hmm. because they don't understand how much they do to me and how much the person I am is due to them. That's it. Okay. When it's from the heart, it always makes sense. Right. Yes. That was lovely. Yeah. Shout out to you. Shout out to you, bitch. Okay. <laughs> Shout out to you. Well, 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 we have come to the end. Although we've come.
To the end of yes, the road. come on with this this dark liquor praise. <laughs> to the end of the road. This has been another episode of the Hung Up Podcast. As always, I am P Ryan. You can find me on Instagram and the Twitter at I am P R Y A N. And I'm Eric. You can find me on Instagram and on Twitter at E Dante Cole. Find us both on Instagram and Twitter at Hung Up Pod. That's H U N G U P P O D, and at Facebook.com slash Hung Up Pod. Continue to send your emails, your crazy stories, your friends' stories, all your feedback, all your love, and especially send us your hung-ups and your hanging-ups to hungupod at gmail.com. Yes, and last but not least, chickens, find us everywhere you can find us on uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, yeah. Stitcher. Just look it up. Leave us those comments and reviews. Hung anywhere pod. that you can find a man who will treat you just as good as a studsman will. Because let me tell you something real quick, real quick. before we hang up because we're hanging up what these niggas are afraid to do a butch lesbian will okay alright <laughs> imagine going to a sex conference and all these niggas are out here with afraid bull. okay bull. but the studsman has the balls <laughs> to tell you that she will dick you down and do it happily she wants to hear your oh pleasure my, I can't okay Ugh, it's too much find us where you'll find that okay <laughs> ha ha it's all for you, like Janet Jackson, and when, he, oh, and when it happens, come back and tell us the story. Yes, all right, bitch, we gotta go. Yeah, we out. It's late as fuck. It's late. Let's get out of here. Peace out, y'all. We see y'all next week. Bye. <laughs> and stop calling me sis. I am a man, not a sis. Do not your dog on woman. Stop calling me first lady.